This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey now, Semper Fi, it's game day on the campus of Louisiana State University. I'm Christian Garrick with former LSU Tiger quarterback Herb Tyler. Week two of college football getting ready to get underway here in Death Valley. First home game for the LSU Tigers taking on the Southeastern University Lions. Lie it up for those uh, Southeastern fans. Um, Herb, we've talked about it last week. You want to see every in-state school do well. Today, though, if you're a Tiger fan, you don't. You don't want to see this in-state school do well. Look, I want to see Southeastern play well. I want them to come out and play hard, uh, play good, solid football, give us a good test. Um, I I mean, I don't don't think they're going to (laughs) win. I think we're going to win, meaning LSU. But I still want to see good quality football, and I want us to be challenged so that we can – uh, you know, just just make sure that we're doing all the right things, making the right calls, blocking, tackling, you know, running the ball, catching the ball, throwing the ball. One of our state troopers okay. in the house That's checking okay. out the program. <laughs> a throwing win over Miami in the opening game last week wasn't perfect. But with that said, Herb, no team is perfect. Football's not perfect. Right? It's, just, right. it's just impossible to play a perfect game. But today's game for LSU is important on a number of fronts. Tigers are playing an opponent they should beat and beat decisively in Southeastern. This game serves as a great opportunity for LSU to make sure they're ready to for next week when they yep. step into conference play against Auburn. Here's a couple things that we can bounce around. A couple things I want to see uh, from LSU to make sure they're ready for conference play next week when they go to Auburn. Better clock management. You saw last week yep. um, three yep. timeouts in the first quarter. Yep. They've got to fix that. To go back to what you were saying a few seconds ago, perfect. Perfect is a relative term. They didn't play perfect football, but I guarantee you one person who thought that win was perfect, that was – Coach Ogeron, sure. I mean, he really needed that win. That, the Tiger team really needed that win. Sure. So, yeah, so to go back to, the, you know, the clock management, things of that nature, we just got to get the play out in time. We're taking way too long to get the play from the, the, the offensive coordinator down to the field. And then once we get onto the actual, you know, onto the field and we're lining up in our formation, we have to do a, a, a really great job of just accelerating our um, uh, time management speed-wise. So I think Joe needs to do a, a little bit better job when he gets the ball, gets the actual play call the play, get it out, and uh, have those guys lined up and ready to roll. But the coaches need to help them out by getting the, the play somewhere around 25, 24 seconds. Yeah, and, and, and on top of that, it didn't hurt you against Miami because you were the better team. Yep. When you're facing the likes of Auburn's, Georgia, Alabama, that stuff, not having timeouts, they weren't able to push the ball down the field right, right at the end of the right first half because the they didn't trust the offense because they had the timeouts. Yep. So that those are kind of things that – in SEC games, could come back and haunt you. That's why you want to see this get fixed. Well, I don't want to see you do that in any game. Sure. I don't really care what game it is, you know, because that's just – it just speaks of uh, being efficient if you don't have to do that. So, um, and at the end of each quarter, I don't really want to throttle it down, especially the first half. Um, I don't mind, you know, slowing things down, trying to run the clock out when we're up by 24 in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, but not in the second quarter. I want to be able to see what our two-minute offense is, work, is made of. So, we, at some point, we're going to be able to need those – going to have to use that sure. two-minute offense, and hopefully that they can play well. Take the wraps off of Joe Burrow. I want to see that tonight. A little conservative last week against uh, Miami, and, and understandable. Bit. Understandable yeah. when you can, when you consider when you consider you know you're breaking in a new quarterback, running back, wide receivers. Yeah. Plus, yeah. it was the first game of the year. You don't want to show your hand to the rest of the com- country. However, though, 
I'd like to see the coaching staff just unleash him a bit. Uh, let him push the ball down the field. Let him uh, throw a little bit more on first down. Things yep. like that. Yeah, definitely got to throw the ball more on first down. I mean, that's any game. I mean, you get the, you keep the defense, you know, um, on edge, if you will, or on the heels by throwing the ball at least 40 to 50% of the time on first downs. That way they can't key on anything that you're doing in particular. Now, you know, letting Joe throw the ball a little bit more down the field, I think they're going to do that tonight. I think they're going to do that a little bit more going forward because we have to see what our intermediate and, and deep balls are made of. Um, if, we, if we don't do that, then we're going to struggle, you know, against the bigger teams, the Georgias, Alabamas, the, the Auburns, and, and, and things of that nature. But I, I do believe that Coach O and uh, Coach Innsminger is going to – they're going to let the rings, you know – they're not going to pull back as much this, this tonight. Yeah, let Burrow take some chances with the football. Let's yeah, face it, Herb. Yeah. If you, it, you won't lose this game by turning the ball over one time, not against Southeastern. No, but we don't want to turn the ball no, over I know, but what I'm but saying is let him take right. some chances. No, you're right. No, I, I don't think – and to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to make those mistakes. I, you know, I, you know I, I don't see him – he's too smart of a guy. He's been around, you know, the Ohio State system um, for, for quite some time. He understands the game. He's been coached by Urban Meyer. Um, you know, so I, I think that he's um, he's not going to put the ball in the wrong situation. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's going to make the throws. I, I think he can make all of the throws, the touch pass, um, you know, some, some, some deep routes, and he can definitely squeeze the ball in some tight places. So, but, I, you know, when you say take chances, he will, but those chances are going to be wide open tonight. I know you're not going to agree with this one. Three on my list. Let Miles Brennan play in the game. The Tigers' backup quarterback almost <laughs> saw some action last week, but yeah. Miami stormed back yeah. to make it close in the fourth quarter. Miles I think needs reps. Here's why. He was he was close to being on the team starter over Burrow, if you believe Coach O. He, it was that balanced. Let's see Brennan's development. Get him some some live reps. He's only one play away from being on the field um, as, as the team leader uh, when LSU opens play next week against uh, Auburn. Well, what are we doing? We're going back to, a, 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 you know, a, a rotating quarterback system? No, I don't want to do that. I, what I want to do is I want Joe to get as comfortable as he can. This is his second game here at LSU. He's only been here for – Two months at the most. So we need, we need to make sure that he's completely comfortable as the, the field general for the 2018 LSU Tigers. Um, I think Miles Brennan is going to get his chances, his opportunities in live game action, but it's going to be when we're up 50 to 10 or whatever it is. And, and I think that's what you do. You gotta, you, you've already chosen your number one guy. Get him as many reps as possible with a new offensive coordinator, a new offensive line, new running backs, new receivers, all of that. Get him all the reps he needs because he's going to be the guy that's going to be out there next week against Auburn. So I think we're we're kind of blurring some lines here. I'm saying once you have a comfortable lead, mm-hmm. go ahead and put Miles Brennan in the game. I'm right. not saying me. I'm not saying it has to be in the first quarter or the first half even. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking that. So you you want you want Burrow to play the entire game. Regardless of score? Not necessarily regardless of score. When it gets to a certain point, yeah, then you okay. can pull him out and put Brennan in. But what I'm saying is my thing is I'm like you, take the rings off of uh, – you know, take the ropes off of, of my uh, Joe, uh, Burrow. Joe Burrow. Because if you don't, then, then you're going to put – you're putting yourself right back in the same situation with a guy who doesn't have enough reps of doing everything and then also another guy who doesn't have enough reps, period, which in Brennan. And uh, I just – you know, I, I think – you know, from what I've seen in Brendan in the past, I've seen n- not really making great decisions and at least making one turnover per game every time that he's played any that appearance that he's been in. So, and that's and, that, and for me, that's been, the, the, the I guess, the thing that's haunted me the most about uh, Miles in his play. I think the kid can do it once again. I just think he needs to understand the game a little bit better, understand the speed of, a, of the game, and I think he's getting there. I don't know. I haven't seen him yet this year in the uh, in live action, so we'll see. We'll see what he does, but I do think he'll see the field tonight. But it's going to be late in the 
you know, maybe maybe late in third quarter or early fourth quarter whenever we're up by uh, 40, 45. If you're looking for us, we're right outside the athletic administrative administration building right across the street from the uh, track and field, yep. steps away from the PMAC. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick Moore on the Tiger Tailgating Show right here on WWLAMFM.com. Yes, well, Tigers. On the campus of Louisiana State University. Yes, we are. Athletic uh, Administration. I'll learn how to say that word eventually. Administration. Administration building. There you go. <laughs> K-Dog. Backyard brawl, LSU <laughs> and Southeastern. Great rivalry, a, a friendly rivalry. Most of these fan base, whether it's Southeastern or LSU. They, they kind of merge. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do merge. Yeah. I mean, they, when Southeastern's not playing LSU, they're pulling for – they're probably rocking some purple and gold every Absolutely. once in a while. Same thing for LSU fans. Yes. Look, yes. It's, it's a really fun baseball rivalry. But today, LSU and Southeastern in Death Valley at 6 o'clock right here on WWL. Getting to our things we want to see today, me and Herb. It's the fourth on my list. You can read my entire list online at WWL.com. The offensive line has to improve. Yes. Right? Has to. Earlier yes. I wrote about taking the wraps off Joe Burrow. Well, I'd like to see that. I'm not so sure the offensive line is quite ready to do that. Burrow was under heavy pressure last week. Uh, and when plays call for him to hold the ball a little bit longer to push it down the field, Herb, you, you want to yeah. see that improve. He, he was. But, you know, I mean, let's look, let's give some credit to Miami's defensive front. Sure. They played really, really, really well. Um but we do have to get better as an offensive line if we want to play in the SEC uh, against those Alabama fronts and those, you know, those Georgia fronts and those uh, Auburn fronts. So, um, but you know, I think those guys are going to come together. We had, you know, uh, one of the, a couple of guys who are not there right now. You know, one, you know, who was dismissed prior to the season, and then one that we lost during the game and uh, against Miami. So, you know, I think right, I think going into this week, that was a definitely um, uh, an issue that Coach Ogeron and the coaching staff wanted to address. 504-260-1870, text 87870. What do you want to see from LSU taking on Southeastern? And no disrespect to the Lions, but this is nope. a game that LSU should win and win convincingly. That's number five on my list. Win and win they going got the to. way. They got to, man. I mean, it's it's look, it's it's little brother coming into town, right? right. And you know, and, and you know, my girlfriend's sitting in the seat. I got to, I got to tear him up, you know. Right. So uh, you know, no 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 harm, no foul. Hey, we just coming here. We want to play a clean, crisp, efficient game that's going to allow us to score on at least ninety five percent of our possessions. You know, and I mean scoring touchdowns. Right. Now we can work on some field goals here and there, but we worked on that last week. Let's work on touchdowns this week. And, and what's interesting about this game, just like in baseball, whenever they, when these two teams play. They've played against each other in high school. Yep. These kids are familiar yes. with one another. Yeah. You know, so that, that makes it fun as well. It does. It does because it brings, you know, it brings three and four years of, of rivalry sure. onto the, co- the collegiate, you know, stage now. So, um, and, and, you know, the guys at LSU are rocking that purple and gold. And, you know, and, and, and look, when you come into Tiger Stadium, there's no better venue. I, I, <laughs> I, was, I was doing some stuff in there yesterday, and the guys are painting the field. When I tell you, Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful field, and the way the paint's coming out and all that stuff. It, it sent chills through my body, man. I'm look. I'm I was ready to go jump on that field, <laughs> but I saw the sign that said, "Oh, anyone who jumps on this field would be prosecuted." You so don't I'm want not that. doing we don't that. Want that. I did that a while back, and I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> Herb Tyler, former LSU quarterback, here on Tiger Tailgate, and you can jump in the conversation at 504-260-1870. If you're on campus, you want to come check us out. Athletic Administration Building, right in front, is where yes. you'll find us. Herb, what's that Tiger Walk like? Oh, man, the Tiger Walk from the Hill? Oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's awesome because, I mean, all of the fans are lined up on either side of the street. And, um, and you know, and, and, and Coach O, you know, back then it was Coach Donato. He would come off the bus first, and then we'll be right behind him. And you can just hear everybody just yelling and screaming your name. Now, a lot of times you had headphones on and you would listen to whatever mm-hmm. just to kind of psych yourself out and get out. But a lot of times you would pull those, those headphones off so you can hear the crowd because that would definitely psych you out. Now, it's important because – 
it's a tradition that's been been you know held for sure. such a long time and uh, it gets the fans into it it makes them feel like they're a part of the team it makes us feel like we're part of the fan base so it's uh it's one of those things that you will never ever forget since chills through your, your body as well. i bet it does i mean what does that do for you as a Walk us through, okay, so the, 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 the Tiger walk and then yeah. getting into the stadium and then the, the build-up, playing in front of now, you know, 100,000 people. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's that like just as, as a player to not get caught up in, in hate? Like you still have to go out there and play a football game, even though there's 100,000 people that are out there watching it. And not get, it, can, it can spur you to energy, but it can also, some guys can freeze up a little bit. Right, right. So, you, you know, you get off the bus and you, and you do your Tiger walk in front of the fans and all that stuff, and that brings such a, a – a, a, a surge of energy that really is just unmatched. I think, um, you know, and once you get inside of the building, inside the stadium, you go in the locker room and you kind of put your stuff down and you, and you and you start. You kind of, you know, that's when stuff gets a little real because you see your, your jersey hanging up and your pants, mm-hmm. your game jersey, your game pants, and that stuff hanging up. So you go and you start getting dressed, and then you go get your your your, your feet taped or your, your wrists and your, your fingers and all that stuff, and then you kind of get the guys together who is going to go out there first. It's normally the kickers are normally out there seven hours before the game kicking. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, the, the, the quarterbacks and the receivers, well, a couple of receivers, and, um, and then, like, punt return guys and kickoff return guys go out there. And you kind of see some of the people, you know. It's, it, you may see, let's call it, I don't know, twenty five to 5,000 people in the stands mm-hmm. um, who are kind of trickling in. And uh, they've got the music playing, and then so you're warming up, and you're doing your thing. You smell that fresh grass. You see that beautiful paint that's being painted, and then you know, and, and the lights are starting. You love to, paint, huh? Oh, I love that paint, man. That pa- when you see it, I'm telling you, yeah. it's a beautiful, vibrant purple and gold. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Um, and it's just seeing the process of how they do it is awesome too. Sure. But when you know when 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 those lights start to glimmer a little bit, because you know those games, those night games. Right around 6, you know, about 5.30, that's when they start turning those lights on. And you can start seeing them starting to warm up, and they're coming. So once you do your little warm-up, you go out, and then everybody gets together. Coach says whatever they have to say. And then we line up in the in the, uh, in the, in the, in the, in the, it's like a little tunnel that's mm-hmm. inside of the locker room that leads out to the field. And that's where the wind bar is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so you go out there, and you jump, and you touch that wind bar as you're moving outside. And then you start lining up underneath the uh the goalpost and that's when it starts to get real man because at that point now you got about fifty thousand people in the stands or so you know and then or 60 or 70 or whatever it is and um and you start seeing that and then you're like oh yeah okay this now it's time it's, it's about to get real 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 fast so but the you know the ones and i've always said this especially with quarterbacks you have to have this um calm presence of yourself um, and, and you've got to be really confident in knowing that, that you've done everything that you can to prepare for that particular game at that moment because if you don't, then that's when you get jittery. That's when you start getting nervous um, and you start sweating a little bit and, you know, and then it's like, oh, yeah, it's really about to get real. But no, but if you've already been, you know, you know you've done everything you can to get ready for that game and you've prepared, then you have to tune all of that other stuff out. If you don't tune it all out, you're going to be a part of it, which means you're not a part of the game at that point. You remember your first game in Death Valley? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember it vividly. Yeah. What was your? Be honest with you. What was your nerves like? My nerves. Mm-hmm. My nerves were like, um, I was like, okay, so so we practiced all week, and a lot of the guys that I'm playing with were juniors and seniors, and they really made me feel extremely comfortable at practice. I was a true freshman, so my nerves were, I cannot go out here and screw this up for these guys, because first of all, they're all like six four, six five. And they're, and they're big and they're strong and they might punch me and I don't want that. Um, so we, so you know, so going into the game, I'm feeling not pressure. We're playing North Texas, so it wasn't an SEC game, 
but I felt like I had a lot of pressure on myself to perform well. But I wasn't nervous because mm -hmm. I played football before. It's just football. And then I've already seen the stadiums, you know, with being in there and, not, you know, and seeing the, the fans or whatever. But, and then, you know, once again, I tune all of the other stuff out. The only thing that matters to me is the actual field, the lines, mm -hmm. and then the 11 guys across and the 10 guys that's on the same side with me. Um, and because if I don't perform the way I need to, those other guys won't be able to play well and be successful. After our CBS and local news headlines, Jeff Palermo, WWL.com columnist, will join us. This one just coming down. The Saints, fear not now. They're not going to have two active running backs on game day. They are promoting Jonathan Williams to the practice squad, from the practice squad to the active roster. So there is another transaction for the New Orleans Saints. They will have three running backs up for the Buccaneers tomorrow. But today, it's LSU and Southeastern right here on WWL, AMFMN.com. It's Lions and Tigers. We don't need a bear to say, oh, my, today. Oh, Welcome no. back to the Tiger Tailgate <laughs> show on the campus of Louisiana State University, Southeastern. Lions taking on the LSU Tigers tonight at 6 o'clock. Chris Blair, the voice of the Tigers, has you covered starting at 4 with the LSU Sports Radio Network pregame show. Meanwhile, hang out with me and Herb Tyler yep. until 4 o'clock. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Jeff Palermo, our WWL.com columnist, joining us now. And, Jeff, Herb and I were talking about some things that we want to see LSU because, look, let's face it, they should take care of business today against Southeastern, barring about four turnovers and, and a bunch of injuries. Mm -hmm. What are some things that you want to see from LSU week-to-week -week improvement? For me, it's on the offensive line. Well, you want to see the offensive line play better. You know, Joe Burrow should have time to throw today. I think you want to see the passing game uh, take a, another step here. Uh, obviously, Bur Burrow was under duress last week, ha had a hard time finding guys, and there were a couple of drop passes, and you want to see him spread the ball around. I'd like to see Jonathan Giles get involved a little more. You know, he's wearing number seven for a reason. Uh, the guys that wear number seven are supposed to be playmakers. The guy caught one pass last week. Not saying it's his fault, but uh, he needs to be more involved in the game. Uh, get him the ball. Let's see him. Him do some things. We'll see uh, these uh, freshman wide receivers continue to get better. And uh, I, I would say, uh, you know, if Joe Burrow goes out there and and uh, you know, let's let's just say he completes seventy percent of his passes and throws over two hundred yards and gets two or three touchdowns, I think that's a, a successful day for the offense. Jeff, with that being said, do you think that LSU should try to get Miles Brennan in the game and and play a little bit um, in some meaningful snaps? I think they're looking to get Miles Brennan to uh, play in this game. Uh, you know, that's what Ed Orgeron said this week. Uh, I don't think that was just lip service. I, I think uh, they want to develop him. They realize he's just one play away from getting into the game and having to play some significant snaps. Um, I don't think at this point, as we stand here, week number two of the season, that they're looking at, well, okay, well, we'll play him in this game, but we got to make sure we keep him below four games. Uh, so that we can redshirt them this season. I think they're just going to let the season play out, and if he happens to play more than four games, he happens to play more than four games. I, I don't uh, – yeah, maybe in a perfect world, you know, Joe Burrow's your guy and he's your starter, and uh, you never really need, need Miles Brennan unless it's a, a mop-up time, and today should be some mop-up action in the fourth quarter. So I would, uh, I would think Miles Brennan is out there in the fourth quarter tonight. Jeff Palermo, news and sports director for the Louisiana Radio Network. And, Jeff, Caleb on Chason out for the year with a knee injury. It's a huge loss for LSU on that defensive side of the football. He was highly thought of internally in that program as a guy that could be you know, a big-time significant player for that defense. 
Uh, but now you have some opportunity to audition with uh, in this game with Southeastern, audition a couple of guys to see who can fill that role. Yeah, I guess they'll start with Ray Thornton, but I don't think he can replace what they were expecting to get from Caleb on Chase, uh, Chaston. I, this was uh, supposed to be his season, uh, based on what all the players were saying uh, in fall camp. And when uh, Coach Ed Orgeron would talk about him, they were, they were pretty high on him. So um, the, the good thing for LSU is they got Dave Aranda, and he could figure out other ways to <laughs> – to uh, come up with innovative ways to, to get after the passer. They, they don't necessarily need to rely on a guy's athletic ability and skill level to get to the passer, but certainly it makes it a lot easier when you can just line up Caleb on chase on, uh, on you know, point on the field and say, beat your man and get to the quarterback. Uh, that makes coaches look good. That makes the entire defense yep. look good. And they're, they're missing that kind of, they will miss that kind of uh, productivity all season long. Jeff, last week we saw a lot of rotation in the defensive backfield. Do you think we're going to see the same thing this week? Oh, I, I would think so. And part of it was a little bit, you know, he had some injuries back there, a little, you know, Greedy Williams got banked up a couple of times, cramping, hurt his hand. Um, so I, I think uh, I think you got to continue to develop uh, that side of the football uh, or, or that position base for sure. I mean, Grant Delpit played. Fairly well done mm-hmm. battle, but you got you got some other guys back there that that can get better for you. So um, that's uh, that is just still a work in progress there in the defensive secondary. There's no doubt about it. Christian Fulton, I, I wouldn't say that was a great debut for him, but let's face it, uh, considering everything he's been through and the fact that he missed all of last year, um, other than just practicing, maybe a little bit of rust, uh, but. He's got to get ready for it because uh, teams are going to be thrown away from Greedy Williams and uh, Fulton and uh, whoever else, uh, Jonathan Kirkland. Um, those guys got to be ready. They got to go out there and they got to defend that other top wide receiver for the other team because they're going to see a lot of action. Jeff Palermo, Louisiana Radio Network sports and news director, wears a lot of hats, also does some things with the LSU Sports Radio Network. And Jeff, I- as we're going through this checklist, right, to make sure that you're ready for the SEC play next week against Auburn, another thing, I want to see LSU take the wraps off of Joe Burrow a little bit. In other words, let him push the ball down the field. I think you're going to have an opportunity to do so tonight. Yeah, it's kind of fun, guys. <laughs> you know, that performance last Sunday was very Danny Etling-esque, and huh. uh, LSU fans were always kind of, uh, eh, you know, they, they, they shrugged their shoulders at Danny Etling. Maybe it was because, the guy was from Purdue, and uh, he was, uh, you know, when he transferred here, there wasn't nearly the type of uh, excitement there was for Joe Burrow, but Burrow puts up a Danny Etling-like performance, and uh, a lot of people are fired up about it uh, yeah. because he's, a, he's an Ohio State transfer, and he, Urban Meyer coached him, and so if Urban Meyer coached him, uh, he must think he's got talent. So uh, it, it's kind of interesting, but you would think he could get better from here, uh, that uh, – Again, you're, you're talking about a guy that's just been working with this team for a month and, uh, as far as official practices. I know when he got here, they were running routes and all that, running routes against air and all that, but that's great. Um, you know, he's only been with this team for a month, and it's going to be something that's just going to continue to develop. I mean, you look at Zach Mettenberger, uh, his final year here at LSU put up big numbers, but the year before – he didn't, and, and Mettenberger sat for a season so, and, and was on the team and was working with these wide receivers. 
So it's going to take some time, but certainly a good performance. No doubt about it. I think Joe Burrow can get can give you more than what Danny Etling did. Well, and that's a big reason why they brought him down here is because they feel he can be more productive, especially in the big games where you need a big throw, you need a big play from your quarterback, you need a difference maker. As Ed Orgeron says, Orgeron thinks Burrow is that guy, but it remains to be seen. But it was a good start, but it needs to get better for sure. Jeff, do you read it this way? Because I do, and I don't know that it's necessarily healthy. Because I'm still hearing Ed Ogeron say, "Hey, look, you know, Joe Burrow's our guy, and we're gonna. But if he doesn't play well, we won't hesitate to go to Miles Brennan." I, I, I just, I would like to, I would like to not even hear that, just because I think it might cause Burrow to perhaps look over his shoulder. Or am I reading that wrong? Well, I mean, last year. He opened up the quarterback uh, battle when everybody knew Danny Etling was going to be the starter. Nobody really thought Miles Brennan, as a true freshman, was going to come in and beat out a, a fifth-year senior in Danny Etling. So that, that might be a little bit more coach speak. Uh, and I think Burrow has to re- – and, and based on you know the, the two times now that the media has had a chance to talk with Burrow, I don't think much flusters the guy. So I, I don't – uh, and truly, when you saw him play in the game against Miami, when things were not going very well in the first quarter, he kept the level head. So I think he understands. I, I mean, I, he seems to be a, a mature guy and is not going to think, well, if I make a mistake here or there, uh, you know, are they going to bring in Miles Brennan? I, I think he understands that. But if he if he goes out there and he throws three, four interceptions and a half, who knows? Maybe Ed Orgeron might be tempted to bring in Miles Brennan, but. I have a good. I, I, it's the, the way I think this is going to go, I think Burrow is your guy, unless it's just really the, the wheels fall off or he gets injured. Mm-hmm. Jeff Palermo, Louisiana Radio Network Sports and News Director, winding down with him here on Tiger Tailgate and Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, live on the campus of LSU, right outside the Athletic Administration building. Come on out and say hello. Talk a little LSU football. Jeff, so Caleb on Chason, obviously out for the year. Is he eligible for a redshirt? Yeah, he'll be eligible for a redshirt. I mean, yep. now, the redshirt rule is now pretty cut and dry, right? I mean, if you don't play yep. more than four games, you get redshirted. But let's face it, if Chasson has a big season next year, comes back from right. his ACL, he's heading to the NFL. Sure, but I, it's just it's just good to good to know that you know you, you have yeah. you're not losing a year. I, I, that's another benefit of this this redshirt yeah. rule, this new redshirt rule. I, I like it. it. I love it too. In situations like this, in particular, it really benefits the player and really benefits the school. Jeff Palermo, we'll let you run, man. Thanks. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Jeff. Right. With Herb Tyler, I'm Christian Garrett. Tiger tailgating. We're going to talk a little college football scoreboard next here on WWLAMFMN.com. Our college football scoreboard in the SEC, number 18, Mississippi State, all over Kansas State, 31-10 over the Wildcats. Michigan, number 21, is getting right against Western Michigan, feeling better about their program after they week one lost to Notre Dame for the Wolverines. They're up over Western Michigan, 42 to nothing in the fourth quarter. New Mexico getting bludgeoned, let's just say that, by number five, Wisconsin. They're taking mm-hmm. care of business. The Badgers, yep. 38, New Mexico, 14. Boy, Kevin Sumlin could be in some real trouble in Arizona. They are losing right now to Houston on the road, 38-3. to Big loss last week, a shocking loss for Arizona last week as well. So the Kevin Love, excuse me, the Kevin Sumlin love is waning, that's for sure. Yep. Georgia Tech, 38, University of uh, Southern Florida, 35 in the fourth quarter of that ball game. By the way, that Arizona-Houston game is only in the third quarter, and they're down 38-3. to three. Right. Oh, huh. Georgia Tech, huh? Up three. 
Up three. Our daughter goes to Georgia Tech. She's okay. a that she's dancing on the field right now. The Yellow Jackets. Go, Kobe. <laughs> the Yellow Jackets get yep. it done so far, trying to hang on to a three-point lead. They're, they're on top of the Bulls, University of Southern Florida Bulls, 38-35, with 11.50 remaining in the fourth. Man, Chip Kelly. Off to a rough start out there in UCLA. Yep. After a coaching gaffe last week, yep. they're down to Oklahoma, number six, Oklahoma, 21-7. to seven. It's going to take them two years to get it, get that program right, especially on offense. Yeah. Just a little time. Any of those scores jump Any one of those scores jump out at you right now? Um, Mississippi State take care of business against Kansas State, 31-10. I'll be honest with you, I like State, it's, especially with uh, Keaton Thompson playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's playing today or not, but I think that's that guy's – I mean, he's the – look, I'm going to say this, he's the best – quarterback to ever come out of O'Pair Walker, now Landry Walker, and that's m- me who came from there mm-hmm. um, and done some special things, but he's uh, he's on a whole other level. That kid is special, so I like I like, I like like State with him at quarterback. He'll be here um, when the Bulldogs come to Death no, Valley. I, I don't know if he's going to play, though. Fitzgerald might be the player. Is it Fitzgerald is his name? Or yeah. Fitz? Yeah, yeah, Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's why I, I, I got the Fitzpatrick and Fitzgerald confused. Yeah, me when too. I was talking about the Saints this week with the Buccaneers facing – uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I call right. him Fitzgerald because right. I, I got the names confused. Which I like Fitzpatrick, too. Yeah, me too. Mississippi State will be uh, <laughs> in Death Valley, though, in October, October yep. 20th. So yep. that'll be a, a good opportunity. Another SEC game following the Georgia contest. Yes, Herb will. Tyler, Christian Garrick here on the Tiger Tailgating Show. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. You can also text us at 870-870 if you're on campus. Checking come out the Tigers. Us. Yeah, come hang out with us at the Athletic Administration Building. Just steps away from the track and field. This is what yep. a beautiful complex it that is. track and field um, venue is. It is. I ran there a few times. A few Did times. You? Came in second place in the 100 twice and came in second place in the 200 twice. And then we came in fourth place. In the four by one, four by two twice. What, what part of the four by by one did you? What, oh, what, I'm, what I'm anchoring at home, baby. You're, you're anchored. Oh yeah, all okay. day long. I'm, okay. I'm, I got the I got the ticket home. My goodness gracious, you I'm played moving. some significant roles in this Tiger Athletic Program. Now nah, look, I'm not talking for LSU. Now I'm talking for. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were running. Okay, I thought you were running. No, dude, no, don't okay. get me out there against some college cats. No, 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 no. Give me. Okay, give so this me, back yeah, in high school. school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. This back in high school, where I didn't have to go to practice for 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 track. <laughs> just show up at the meet, yeah. and then I can. Herb, run. we know you're fast. Just. Here's your suit. Here's That's your track suit. Coach, go run. Coach, look, coach would always look for me, and guess where I'm at? Not there. <laughs> but I'll be up for the meet, though. There you I'll be up for the meet. All right, we'll step away and come back more here of the Tiger Tailgating Show right outside the Athletic Administration Building. You can jump in the conversation at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, this is WWL. Here we are, LSU and Southeastern tonight at 6 o'clock right here on the home of the Tigers, WWL. Herb Tyler, former LSU yep. quarterback. I'm Christian Garrick. K Dog. K Dog, that's right. I, I don't like, like refer I don't like referring to myself though as K Dog. No, you got to because I always refer to myself as Herb Teasy in the third. Herb Teasy? Yeah, I'm Teasy. Okay. I'm off the heezy for season. <laughs> Herb Teasy. <laughs> All right. What's your middle name, Herb? I have none. That's why I got to go with really? Herb Teasy. I'm name. off the heezy for Sheezy. Okay. Baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets better and better every week, that's for sure. Phone lines are open at 504 260 1870. Text 870 870. What do you want to see from LSU? Taking on Southeastern tonight, it should be a taking care of business kind of ball game for the LSU Tigers. You want to see them come out crisp, sharp, clock management, the offensive line improved. Joe Burrow pushed yep. the ball down the field a little bit. A clean game. Again, you didn't turn the ball over last week against Miami. Stay in the plus category on the takeaway giveaway ratio. Don't 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 come up commit a bunch of silly penalties. Nope. What I worry about is 
in a game like this, do you lose focus as a player coming off the win that you had against Miami? Sometimes you do, but you can't. I mean, this is this is what separates the good teams between the great teams. So if we want to be great this year, we have to make remain focused, and we got to come out firing on all cylinders, and we have to just take control of this game early and end really fast, you know what I mean? Or just finish strong, shall I say. So Coming up next hour, we'll visit with Alan Waddell, part of the Southeastern Lions Radio Network, a TV network. We'll visit with him, get a lowdown on Southeastern, a little scouting report. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick rolls on here on Tiger Tailgating on WWLAMFMN.com. Yes, Go Tigers! You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.